0: Hello, I'm Dr Kate O'Reilly and today I'm joined by Dr Irene Lai, Global Medical Director, Medical Information and Analysis at International SOS to discuss the global avian influenza situation. Welcome Dr Lai. Thank you Dr O'Reilly. So we're currently seeing a large outbreak of avian influenza across the globe. How worried should we be? Well from a public health point of view, from an agricultural point of
1: view, from an acceleration of viral spread and um, potential mutation, from a scientific viewpoint, this is very worrying. Everything about the outbreaks we're seeing at the moment, you could put the word unprecedented in front of it. We have spread across, I think there's outbreaks across all regions of the planet at this point, Um, There's signs that the virus is mutating. There are worries about the virus becoming more transmissible. And areas um, in the Americas that are reporting firsts for many things. So a number of the countries reporting their first outbreaks of highly pathogenic avian influenza, also known as bird flu, um, a particular strain called H5N1, which we know has caused um, some human disease in the past. We've seen some countries report their first cases of human infection with this virus. So at that level, you know, on a global public health scale, yes. Um, I think the authorities, the scientists, um, virologists, um, animal health um,
0: specialists—they're very worried. And this, this threat hasn't really gone away, has it? It's—it's it's not something new. Avian influenza has been along, around much longer than, say, COVID, for example. Correct. So birds carry lots of viruses,
1: um, and uh, they there are various different strains. Um, and every now and again, we see these outbreaks of a highly pathogenic strain, which. Uh, may be noticed by sudden die-offs of large uh, flocks of poultry or even um, sudden die-off of large flocks of um, wild birds and sometimes it's multiple species of wild birds. But yes, it's not new and you know the worry is that these avian influenza viruses mutate, they transmit to people, um, they become more transmissible, eventually become or it takes a you know a few mutations and they become transmissible from human to human and potentially you have another pandemic because humans do not have any underlying immunity to avian influenza viruses.
0: And um, in I think it was in October last year we saw an outbreak of H5N1 virus in minks in Spain. And this this is quite concerning, isn't it? Yes, yeah,
1: so there was a, a recent uh, study that looked at the viruses involved in this outbreak and some worrying signs there that potentially this virus is becoming more transmissible and some signs there that the minks were probably infected in, at first um, by Uh, having some sort of contact with wild birds or their droppings, but then potentially the virus became spread from one mink to another. So, you know, mammal spread rather than being infected
0: directly by the, um, the birds. And we've discussed kind of the concern from on a scientific level, but kind of on an individual level and, you know, as a traveller, um, how worried should we be? Well, on an individual basis, you know, as, as an individual person and you don't
1: interact with birds really and you just follow routine hygiene procedures, um, there really isn't much of an increased risk at all. You know, the risk is to people who deal with birds, who are involved with um, these infected birds, potentially with culling or people who live... Um, with birds in their backyard or they defeather the birds, you know, they kill their own poultry and prepare their own um, uh, meat from these birds. But, you know, f- to the average traveller and particularly business traveller, the risk of going into an environment that's contaminated by H5N1, it's very low. It's in, it's in the um, environments where you've got birds or, you know, the wet markets, for example. But yes, for for the individual traveller, as long as you're still washing your hands, you're careful
0: with your food and drink, then, you know, the risk is very low. And you mentioned earlier on the um, pandemic potential with bird flu viruses. You know, we've just had a COVID-19 pandemic that we're still in. How much of a risk is it that, you know, the next pandemic could be caused by a bird flu virus? Well, Definitely,
1: um, the, this virus, the H5N1 avian flu, has pandemic potential. It hasn't met all the criteria to cause a human pandemic, but there, it, it definitely is, there are worrying signs there. So in order for a new virus to cause a pandemic, um, it needs to be um, capable of being transmitted human to human, it needs to cause significant illness in people, and um, it needs to be new in that we don't have any underlying immunity. So you can see that two of those criteria are already fulfilled um, so far, and we don't know what it will take for that third criteria where it becomes transmissible, very transmissible human to human. I mean, there has been in the past some um, instances of limited human to human transmission with H5N1, but we haven't seen sustained transmission. Uh, We don't know what it will take. We don't know if that will happen and if it is going to happen, when it will happen. Fortunately, is one of the viruses that we are studying and we're watching. And when we get these signals like die off in poultry or die off in wild, wild birds, and there are surveillance programs where wild birds are being tested for the viruses that are carrying. So we are watching it. But the last two pandemics came out of viruses that we weren't watching. WHO has published a list of the, the 10 that they're most worried about. Bird flu isn't amongst that top 10.
0: Thank you so much.